you are Locked On Royals, your daily Kansas City Royals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Let's get it going on the Locked On Royals podcast, a part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. I am your host, Ryland Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Ryland underscore Styles. It's at R-Y-L-A-N underscore S-T-I-L-E-S. Follow the show on Twitter at Locked On Royals. This is the only daily podcast about the Kansas City Royals. It's also uh, three days a week right now in the offseason. We're going to ramp back up two five shows a week once the season begins with spring training. But even at three days a week, it's the only three-day-a-week podcast about the Kansas City Royals. So subscribe wherever you get your podcast from. It's the fastest-growing Royals podcast in the world. I do want to tell you that on today's show, we're going to talk about Yasiel Puig and the Kansas City Royals being interested in bringing in the interesting former all-star, former MLB superstar Yasiel Puig and what that could do for the Kansas City offense. I also want to talk about the expanded postseason and the DH rule possibly coming back and possibly not coming back. So with the rejection from the PA, I do think that that was just a rejection of other things around the peripherals, right? Like, I don't think that they were like, okay, you know what? We're never accepting a deal this year that has the DH and has expanded postseason. I think that that's just a part of the deal that they rejected, but that's not the deal breakers for the PA. I still think there is a better than good chance that the DH is back. I think that you're seeing some NL teams prepare as if the DH is coming back. I look at what the Nats have done with their roster, and it certainly seems as though they're preparing for the ability to utilize the DH uh, slot. So I think that it's not out of the possibility that we see the DH return, we see expanded postseason return. And with this, you're obviously going to have some fans mad about it because fans have to be mad about everything. I think that you should honestly not even entertain the argument about the DH and no DH. At the end of the day, there's only a couple good pitchers who can hit good relative to pitchers, right? Like Madison Bumgarner is not a good hitter. He's a good hitter for a pitcher. And if you really want to watch Madison Bumgarner hit, then they'll do what they did against the A's in that series where they just decided, you know what, we're going to waive our right to have a DH and we want Madison Bumgarner to hit anyway. That's a possibility. That's what they can do. That's their right. Uh, But will I miss out on the opportunity to watch Bartolo Colon hit one home run and 50,000 tries? Sure. Do I really care? Not a bit. People have been circulating around Twitter about like, oh, here's a video of Nolan Ryan hitting a home run. You're going to miss this for all you people who don't want, who, who want the universal DH. And if Nolan Ryan never hit a home run in his career, would it matter? And the fact that he did hit a home run in his career, what did it solve? What did it help? Bartolo Colon was the biggest story in baseball a couple of years ago at Petco whenever he hit a home run that does not make fans more interested in in every other pitcher hitting. It was only a funny moment and only a a high-profile moment for the sport because Bartolo Colon looks funny. That's it. If Bartolo Colon looked like Danny Duffy and hit a home run, nobody would care. Not one person would care. 
And it took him 50,000 tries to hit a home run. So the reward is not worth all that you get by having the universal DH. You get a more entertaining offense. You get a more entertaining product. And you get pitchers staying in the game longer as they're throwing just absolute gems if their offense is not picking them up. You also prevent an added injury risk from your star pitchers who get paid millions and millions and millions of dollars. I want to protect that investment at any given cost because all of these pitchers, with how hard they're throwing now, with how much they're throwing from age one all the way up until the prime of their MLB career and past that, they're all at risk for Tommy John surgery, more so than ever, in my opinion. And so I already had the Tommy John concern. You have to count, I think, on losing one of your top arms for a year. You have to count on them eventually needing Tommy John surgery. So that's already a year gone of their MLB career. And you would hate to see them lose a career or even half a season. Uh, you know, hate to see them even use a year or half a season on a injury related to batting, an oblique injury, an ankle injury, running the bases, whatever it is. You would hate to lose them all because they did something that makes the game worse. Pitchers hitting make this game significantly less fun. And you can say all the crap about the NL and, oh, it takes away strategy. No, it doesn't. You're, you're just parroting things you've heard before from some old white guy who, who just spews nonsense. It is not harder to manage in the NL than it is the AL. It just isn't. It is not more complicated. It's not rocket science. It doesn't take a thinking man to manage an NL game. That's stupid. And if you think that, you're an idiot. The best manager in the sport, the most creative manager in the sport, the manager who makes the most complex moves in the sport is in the AL. And it's Kevin Cash. He puts Sergio Romo at first base to be able to bring him back in. Like, he does things that are outside the box and unthinkable in the AL with the DH. It does not stop you from being creative because you have the DH. Literally, all it does is make the game more fun. And baseball desperately needs fun. So, ignore any argument against the DH. It's just so silly and so dumb. It's baseball being afraid to change, and that's what's got, gotten baseball in this position. Baseball has the most advanced knowledge of media and those advanced knowledge of stats and tracking and all that they can do is so wonderful. The tools of MLB.TV, the tools of, of launch angles and, and baseball savant, all that stuff is so far advanced from any other sport that it should be so easy to market these guys and easy to market the game and easy to grow the game, but guys are afraid of change. And so it stays the exact same. It stays where if if Tatis hits a 3-0 home run, then all of a sudden you have all these crybabies wetting their pants about it in, in June instead of allowing Tatis to have the spotlight in your sport, more importantly, to have the spotlight on them. But you know what? If you want to complain about a 3-0 pitch in June that he hit a monstrous grand slam on, if that's really going to rub you the wrong way, then why spend time talking about that when I can talk about my homes throwing a a crossing route on day three of training camp. That gets more attention than anything the Royals do in a losing season. And that has to change for baseball. And so anything you can change about the game to make it more fun the way the DH does is wonderful. Kendrys Morales would not have been in the league in 2015 if there was no DH. And he was the biggest part, one of the biggest parts in winning a World Series he changed history. 
If if the Royals do not have Kendris Morales in 2015, they don't win the World Series. He changed the outcome of this sport thanks to there being a DH spot. So let's have some fun. Let's add the DH. I, I'm all for that. The expanded postseason, I'm all for as well. There's this silly narrative that like it would stop owners from trying. What owners are trying to win right now? There's like three of them trying to win. The Padres owner's trying to win. The Mets owner's trying to win. The Yankees are the Yankees. But even them, they kick the can down the road waiting to sign back DJ LeMahieu, who's hit 400 for them. He's been the best Yankee for the last couple of seasons, and even he had to wait to get a deal. The Cy Young winner does not have a contract as of right now. One of the best catchers, if not the best catcher in baseball, waited until January 26th to sign a contract. In basketball, these guys are signed before you can even legally talk to them. No owner's trying anyway. The only thing expanded postseason does is it keeps markets like Kansas City interested longer. Again, say it out loud, paint the scenario. The Royals are five games out of the postseason. Five games or less, fans are going to talk themselves into being good. Fans are going to talk themselves into this team having a hot two weeks and getting back in the mix and getting to the postseason. You guys talked yourselves into this, this last team in 2020 over a good week of baseball. After months and months of terrible baseball, you talked yourselves into this team because they had one good week. You guys think that Alberto Mondesi will be an all-star because he had one hot month last year. That's the nature of fans. It's what's so great about being a fan is that you can let yourself dive into all these different scenarios. What helped you buy in last year was the expanded postseason. It's a 60-game season. It's expanded postseason. Anything can happen. Just have a hot 60 days. Have a hot 60 days and get into the dance. And once you're in there, then all hell breaks loose, right? It keeps markets like this interested. If the Royals are five games out, you guys are going to buy in. You guys are going to be at the K. You guys are going to be supporting this team, watching this team. If the Royals are 10 games out and here comes Mahomes at at St. Joe's, you're going to go to St. Joe's. You're not going to go to the K. If you had to decide between St. Joe's and the K, you're going to St. Joe's. Here comes Mahomes back at Arrowhead, back-to-back Super Bowl champion. He's going to light it up in the preseason for a drive. You're going to go across the parking lot to Arrowhead. You'd rather watch a preseason game on TV than Kansas City Royals baseball if they're 10 games out, 11 games out, 12 games out of even a wild card spot, much less the division. So expanding the postseason only helps keep markets invested. The San Francisco Giants last year were supposed to be a terrible baseball team, but they had a good 60-game stretch, and they were like three games out of the wild card, and so it allowed that great baseball city to stay invested for longer. And that helps grow the game. This argument about, about owners not caring at that point because there's no incentive to be good in the regular season, that's just malarkey. Because number one, nobody gives a damn about the MLB regular season anyway. The same way you don't care about the NBA regular season because you're a baseball fan, basketball fans don't give a damn about the regular season in the MLB. It's the same exact thing. Both seasons are too long and too meaningless. From the outside looking in, and this idea that owners will not try to spend money, they're not spending money right now anyway. The Rays have built down three separate World Series caliber teams in an effort to not spend money. 
Now, they've been good enough front office-wise to rebuild those teams on the cheap by, playing, by paying less than anybody in baseball. But still, they've torn down three teams that were ready to win. That's not trying. That's getting lucky. Right? You got lucky that all those guys panned out, and you were able to do it cost-effectively. The Royals tried to do the same thing. They were not as lucky. They were just not as lucky. Guys don't pan out. Guys don't have the expectation level that you set up for them in the preseason. And you do not meet expectations. So if it can help fans stay connected and invested in the game, then it's a great thing for baseball. The only argument against expanded postseason to me is that baseball is in fact the most wild sport. The Royals, no matter how good or bad they are, no matter if they're a 100-loss team or a 95-win team, they can beat any given team in a three-game series, in a five-game series. So allowing them into the postseason would detract from crowning a true champion, but at the end of the day, just win your games and you'll be fine. And there's not going to be very many under 500 teams who get there. Like, this panic and paranoia of under 500 teams to make it to the postseason. Really, it was a conversation for a week, but who cares that Washington football made the postseason as an under 500 team? Who cares? They were a laughing stock. It was a funny storyline. In fact, it got people even more invested in the postseason because you wanted to see if this scrappy bunch of under 500 guys led by Taylor Heineke could figure out a way to beat Tom Brady and the GOAT. Like, it just creates even more storylines. It's so silly, and it's just people stuck in their way and being so stubborn about this silly little game that has fallen so far from relevancy, it's not even funny, and needs a boost, and needs something to cling on to, and needs something to change. That way they can draw any new pool of fans, and doing this would help. Look at how many baseball fans it created just by Kansas City being a playoff team. How many of your coworkers, friends, family, had no idea what baseball was, didn't care about the Royals, but after 2014, became the biggest Royals fan on the face of the earth. That happened to many, many, many people. And getting that taste of success is all you need. You cannot afford 30-year playoff droughts, 20-year playoff droughts, and things of that nature, and expect your sport to survive so it can really help these markets and can help grow each individual market. And if you grow each and every individual market, collectively, you grow the sport of baseball. But I do want to tell you right now to head on over to our good friends over at Built Bar. BuiltBar.com. Use promo code LOCKEDON, 20% off your next order. They are a fantastic protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar. Go to BuiltBar.com. Use promo code LOCKEDON to receive 20% off your next order. They have the great new flavors of caramel brownie, cookies and cream, cherry barcia, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, and apple almond crisp. They are soft and easy to chew with 100% real chocolate on the outside. They are great for the conscious person to lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. They're low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber. Great for the keto diet. Try them today by going to BuiltBar.com using promo code LOCKEDON, getting 20% off your next order. Promo code LOCKEDON, 20% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. I love them pre-workout, post-workout, or even as a meal replacement. I find them that filling. My personal favorite has to be the cookies and cream flavor. It is just phenomenal. I want to tell you also to go check out rockauto.com. Rockauto.com is a family-owned business serving you auto parts online for 20 years. That's right, 20 years ago, you probably didn't know how to change your oil properly or even how to use the email address that you were using, probably a Hotmail account 20 years ago. Who knows? It was a mess. Anytime that your rotary phone would ring, all of a sudden the internet would shut off and it would be a disaster for you. But you could have been going to rockauto.com anyway and finding all the parts your car will ever need. My favorite part about rockauto.com is the fact that I know nothing about cars. And because of that, all I have to do 
is put my make, my model, my year into the rockauto.com database. And when I do that, they are only going to show me car parts that are going to be compatible with my vehicle. That way I'm not wasting money on parts I cannot use, parts that are not in need. They're going to help me out so much. They can help you out as well if you go to rockauto.com and type in locked on in the how did you hear about us box and they'll know what to do from there. Locked on in the how did you hear about us box. They'll know what to do from there. Amazing selection. Reliably low prices. All the parts your car will ever need. Rockauto.com. I also want to tell you about our good friends over at Locked On Today. This is a fantastic new podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network. Get your sports news you need in less time with our Locked On Today podcast. Peter Bukowitz hosts Locked On Today, a daily podcast breaking down the biggest stories with analysis from our local experts. Start your day off with all the sport news you need in under 20 minutes. Subscribe to Locked On Today wherever you get your podcast from. So I want to talk now about Kansas City's possible interest in Yasiel Puig. It has been rumored that Kansas City is one of the teams who are who are very interested in signing the now 30-year-old former MLB All-Star, former superstar on the cover of MLB The Show. The flashy highlights finished 15th in MVP voting his first season, finished second in Rookie of the Year voting. He has all the flash, pizzazz, pop, and circumstance around his career and looks to restart it after being out of baseball last year. I would love this potential move for Yasiel Puig. It's not going to break the bank, and it can really elevate Kansas City's offense. We're going to talk about how Puig can elevate this offense on tomorrow's show. So follow Lockdown Royals on Twitter. Be good, and be good to one another. We'll see you tomorrow on Lockdown Royals.